I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes. Saying stuff. And welcome to the next dude saying stuff. Um, going a little early, not because of any family or dinner plans or nothing like that. Just because Jordan wants to play God of War tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so That is right, Mike. I appreciate you, you dudes for accommodating my schedule. Uh, yes. Big game coming out tomorrow. Huge game. Yeah, it's yeah, mine's coming as well. So, all right, so let's let's get started. We don't have a listener question, so we're gonna get right into it. What everybody's been waiting on, Jordan, kick it off. Oh yeah, we're back. Recap. College football recap. Um, we are airing it live during the college football playoff uh, selection show. Right now, they have numbers eleven through fifteen up on the board. Ole Miss is currently sitting at number 11, 8, and 1, uh, followed by UCLA, Utah. Uh, so this kind of gives us an idea of where, how LSU is going to look, considering they haven't shown us yet. I personally think we'll fall in at number 6. Um, we'll be the highest-ranked two-loss team by far after our electric, electric, incredible win over Alabama. Brian Kelly letting the balls hang out. He needs a wheelbarrow to take them around campus right now. Going for two in overtime, he said, you know what? I'm going to put the ball in the hands of Jaden Daniels, and I'm going to win this game right here, right now. I loved the call, win or lose. What did you guys think about going for two there? Absolutely loved it. I, I called it where we scored. Had had to happen. Yep. You don't yep. give them a chance. You're playing Bama, and your defense isn't home. getting less tired. You're at home. Fucking take it. I loved every not to, second. Not to mention, we got screwed how many times with the refs? Oh, the refs hosed so us. I, I, I could not. I could. I, I was like, don't take a chance. Go, oh, go for it. No, over. I don't think. I don't think anybody would have been like that. Was a dumb call, Kelly. Like that. That was the way to do it. Like if you're gonna beat, beat, beat. and I think that we won the toss, didn't we? Yes, we, we did. We, so we got we offense should, again. We well no, we, but we chose to go defense first because I think Kelly all knew all along if they score and go for one, I'm going for two if we score. I think he planned it all along. So yeah, yeah, uh, I hundred percent agree with you guys. Win or lose, there I was ecstatic for the call going for two. I was also shitting my pants. Um, <laughs> I mean, before we even before the 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 uh, the tight end crossed the goal line, I was already outside running around screaming like a maniac. Oh, my heart rate couldn't handle it. The stadium, I believe, hit 133 decibels. We had not one but two earthquake um, earthquake, I guess, plays that med- that registered on the Richter scale at the LSU Geology Center or Geography Center, whatever you want to call it. Um, sorry, so hyped up time. talking, so hyped up talking about this game. Uh, we we. Kelly came here to do one thing. It was beat Bama. We are now control our destiny in the West. We have, we just have to win one of the next two games, uh, which brings me into the next one is going to be LSU versus Arkansas. It's an 11 a.m. kick. We are only a three point favorite. This is a very classic trap game. I'm very nervous about this game, but I do believe uh, that Brian Kelly will have the boys ready to play. Uh, I also spoke with Jason as well, who is kind of keeps me grounded when it comes to LSU football. Jason does think they're going to win. Uh, so fuck you, Jason. But also, I also thank you for calming me down. Um, what else can I say? What else can I say? It was an incredible Saturday of football. Uh, you couldn't ask for anything better. Tiger Stadium, I haven't seen it that electric. Honestly, I don't think it was even that electric in 2019. This was by far the biggest one we've had there in years. It was great to see the, the fans in the field. Uh, it was great to see Brian Kelly tear up, which he never does, never, ever does. And, uh, boys, we are now at – I think they're about to reveal number six or seven or eight because they have not um, shown LSU yet. Some of them is coming up. Okay. But we can move on with the podcast. We're not going to wait. I'll let you guys know where they show – where they come out. Okay. Jordan, um, you mentioned uh, shit in your pants. Like father, like son. Am I right? Oh, man. Dude, Luke is 2-0. and oh. He is undefeated against top ten teams since being born. He does not know the agony of defeat. He never will. He's going to go undefeated for the rest of his life. Oh, man. Congrats to both of you for having kids who only know LSU to beat Alabama in their lifetime. Yeah. Keep it up, I, boys. Yes. I mean, right now, they're yeah, good good call. Good, you're right, Dom. My kid does not know what it's like to lose to Bama. Bama who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we won't talk about the first game that, that Zara was born for, So, but we'll, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. So 
week eight recap. So we're going to jump right off the bat with uh, is do we have a new bottom dweller? No, not yet, but he's Still close. Zach. Um, but yes, it's Zach versus uh, Jason. And man, I think Jason made Zach quit basically. Uh, it was <laughs> nearly a hundred point uh, defeat. Uh, Jason went <laughs> off with, of course, the Tua and Tyreek uh, stack. It was it's ridiculous. He had a unsung hero at Kenyon Drake who just hammered it on um, on Monday night. wasn't really needed, but screw it. And yes, Jason's still rolling the double cheeks <laughs> wide receivers. It's working out for him. Um, ever since I think it was brought up, um, but yeah. He went Juju and McColl, and they both scored over 10 points. But on the other side, uh, outside of Justin Herbert, who had just 25 points, his highest score, not much going on. I mean, little dink and dunk there, but he didn't even crack 70 points, guys. Um, poor Zach. He started off so strong. And uh, is he on a six-game losing streak? I, I don't uh, know. What is he at rough. right now? He's three and six. Yeah, he. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think he started out three and zero. So six games. No, he's no five in a row. Five in a row. Okay, so five in a row, and he lost the three bye weeks in a row, which is tough. Tough to see. You hate to see it. You you come out of three bye weeks and you you put up that. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on, Uh, man. Wasn't a very restful bye week, though. I guess not. No. All right, Jordan. Let's hit the next one. All right, so I get the honor of um, recapping my man, Fuckholes. Uh, he went up against Trunk Boys this week, and he finally, I predicted it, he finally got back into that win column. So, yes, I am still the lowly uh, the lowly win for Evan. It, it pains my heart, uh, but Chris Meyer squeaked by, didn't really squeak by, but a 16-point win, enough to make him sweat a little bit, uh, powered behind old uh, Devontae Adams, who just had an absolute monster Monster day. Uh, I believe he had 146 yards and two tutties in the first half, maybe, Mike. I'm not sure. Um, but just another huge day from Devontae Adams. It was so good to see Devontae oh, Adams. Yeah, right. it, was all, it was all in the first because the Raiders just – I don't know what they decided to do in the second half, but it was atrocious. Yeah, it was terrible. But they figured it out in the first half. It got Chris the points he needed from Devontae Adams. And then Patriots defense uh, getting the Colts <laughs> – Getting the Colts um, coach fired, I think Sam Ellinger didn't have a completion until the third quarter or late into the second quarter. It was it was bad, but they, they put up 25 points for C. Murda. So uh, nine sacks on the day, a block, um, a touchdown, an interception, a touchdown on defense. I mean, the defense is all over the place. Whenever you have a defense put up 20-plus points, you know you're having a good day. And I mean, uh, Erich, sorry, man, you had you had a good showing from Dallas Goddard. You're looking real good going into the weekend, but <laughs> the rest of your team just took a shit. I don't know why you couldn't do that against me, but whatever. Uh, congratulations, Chris. Moving to four and five. Uh, Trunk boys, one and eight. All right. Next, I'm gonna look at Buff Lesbos and Mr. Bojangles. Oh, talking to Mikey B uh, going into Monday night, he was not feeling confident about this. He was up by what were you up by, Mike? About twenty. I, uh, I think, I think 30, 30 points. I think thirty or thirty-five. Anyway, it didn't seem like it was going to be enough because he had Lamar Jackson and Super Camario yet to play. However, uh, Lamar put up sub twenty, and Camara only put up seven point seven. Uh, the Buff Lesbos. The team overall didn't do fabulous, but he got enough from Jalen Hurts, uh, Dalvin Cook, Christian Kirk, and Stephon Diggs uh, to hold him through. And his kicker had an average day, maybe a little below average for his kicker, but the eight points from his kicker may have been part of the reason for the victory here, while Kurt's kicker, Bagley, only got one point. Uh, you got to do better than that, Kurt, when you're going up against Daniel Carlson. Uh, but the Buff Lesbos move into second place in the league with a tie for the best record at seven and two, and the Bojangles are now three and six. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it, it was it was definitely a 
tight, tight butthole night. I didn't. I was not confident. Uh, all I know is, uh, thank you, Kenyon Drake, and running all over us because <laughs> it meant Lamar could not do it. Mike, so, you threw in the towel, didn't you? Oh uh, yeah, I was. You I threw was the done. towel in Sunday morning. The reverse jinx. No, no, no Monday morning. Monday uh, morning, yeah, Monday yeah. morning. Sorry, Monday morning. <laughs> no, no. All I know is I was very glad to drop uh, Tyler Conklin off that off my team. <laughs> that bye week uh, replacement was. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about him anymore. Uh, Jordan versus Jo is next. Um, man, Jordan, you, you you put put a lot of hype on yourself this this week, and uh, oh, I know. So and and honestly, I mean, Kirk didn't do that bad. Heckler, of course, did awesome. I think you started off very well, but then just poo poo the rest. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't. I, did did you not play Patterson? No, I did not. I, I we talked about it before. Tonight, yeah. It, not like it would have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. Points, but. Yeah. But, no, on the other side, of course, you got Patrick Mahomes. I think he only threw a touchdown. I think he may have ran one in. but 400 yards uh, passing. Yeah, 400 yards passing. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, Cooper Cup doing his thing. Again, the best first-round pick. Uh, easy this year. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, Zach Ertz is a surprising, you know, he's still still putting up points every every week so he, and then 17 points from his kicker like his kicker is ridiculous right now i think it, he had 17 but like 20 the dude is on fire and he is let's see he went 17 21 he also has an 18 point week the dude's ridiculous He's uh, uh the new number one kicker in the league, Mike. FYI. Ooh, Mike is not happy about that. Uh, if I look, his positional rank is three. So, shh. Mm. <laughs> double check that. I'm looking at it right now, dude. <laughs> Position rank three. Woo. Okay. Ooh, so, dude fight. I'm looking on the other side. Dude fight. Yeah, it's it, it's fine. But no, I, he is probably the hottest kicker right now. So mm. hot. Um, but yes. Danny Pinocchio just bitch slaps Jordan, and yep. uh, he s- slaps the salt right out of his mouth. And, yep. and 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 now Daddy Pinocchio is now first in the league. Um, and wow. as I was talking to Chris earlier today, he says that is the first sign, one of the first signs of the apocalypse. So, as he said, it was nice to know you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, congratulations for Desiree for drafting such a great team, and not only drafting a great team, but managing Jo's roster. In addition to managing three kids and Jo, I mean, I don't know how you Man. adult that hard. The only person I know who adults harder than that is your husband, Jo. So, uh, congratulations to the Overmans over there, putting together a fantastic team and a fantastic season. Um, yeah, I did hype it up. Jo kicked my ass. With that being said, we're moving into Dom versus. Ollie. So this, I believe we, we chalked it up as the matchup of the week. And holy shit. Poor Ollie. <laughs> just, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Ollie, you, you put up a great performance. 122 points was not enough. It was it was not enough. You, you took the L, moving down to 6-3. Dom, uh, Joe Mixon, man. I don't know what, what he ate for breakfast, but <laughs> I need to tr- get some of that. Five total touchdowns, I believe four rushing and one passing. Um, it moves him up to the number four running back in the league after that just absolutely ridiculous performance that gives him, I believe, six rushing touchdowns on the season. After that, he just – it just – just what a ridiculous day. The Panthers had no answer for this guy. Uh, I'm sorry, Ollie. It was just yeah. – it just, just too much to handle. And, I mean, Kenneth Walker, the third as well. Dom's team with his running backs just putting up ridiculous numbers. Josh Allen continues to put up more than 20 points. I don't think he's had a single I don't think he's had a single week where he's put he, he's had under 20 points. Now he does have an injury that'll be interesting to watch. Um as as Mike Mike and, and Dom and I were talking earlier today, he did throw like a 45 yard or 60 yard it's bomb. 70 yard bomb. 70 yard <laughs> bomb in the air towards the end of the game with this injury. Um, of course, my, of course, Gabe Davis couldn't catch it because he's my guy and my guys all suck ass. But uh, we'll leave that for another day. So congratulations, Dom. Moving up to six and three. 
you're on an absolute tear. You have a great looking team. It's one I put you in first of our power rankings, a little sneak preview there. I had put you in first because I just think you are on down the end. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. And man, you've diddled your way to a very, very good spot setting a playoff run here. Um and a quick side note, everybody, LSU is number seven. Number seven in the playoff rankings. We have come in number seven, which I think I always thought we'd be at six, but it's pretty fair to put us at seven with two losses. If we didn't have that loss to Florida State, we'd probably be top four right now. But either way, a huge season for Brian Kelly. No one would put it. No one even has ranked right at this point in the season. So congratulations, Tigers. Congratulations, us for being fans. I feel like I feel like we've you know we've got, we've got a part in this in this. <laughs> Go fans. <laughs> Go fans. And that's your week eight recap. Yeah. Ali, I just want to apologize. Um, I forgot the lube on Sunday, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I hope you're healing up okay. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I like your team. I was fortunate not to face them at full strength with McCaffrey on bye. Um, but I know we will meet again in the future. Ooh. Okay. All right. So. Next, we're going to talk about those weekly superlatives. So Mike's manliest performance, uh, I'm going to go with uh, the guy who was just spoke about, Joe Mixon. So yeah, five touchdowns. Um, I want to say, what, was it four in the first half? I don't know. Uh, it, I think I know he had. I think he had one rushing touchdown in the second half. But yeah, yeah, was, yeah. I think he had ridiculous. four in the first half though. So it was just like, come on. Like we were like, yeah. stop it, just stop. It was ridiculous. so so rude. And I mean, I, there was a honestly there was a parlay <laughs> that we were talking about on Sunday morning with the three the three running backs about going over like sixty yards. And I remember mm-hmm. going. Uh, Joe Mixon is kind of the only one I'm worried about that wouldn't hit it. He was like the only one to hit it. And and I was like, holy crap. So Joe Mixon, like you said, moved all the way up to running back four. Um, I don't know if he can keep it up. He can't face Carolina every week, but damn. Um, that's one way to win somebody a week, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. I loved it. It was a great week. I'm not going to love it too much longer. Um, you know, celebrate for 24 hours and move on to the next one, you know? All right. So, so doofus of the week, um, it'd be easy to just give this to Eli. I mean, he did earn it, only scoring 69 points in the week. But um, I'll focus more on someone who maybe could have won had they had a little better team management with their start-sit decisions, and that's going to be Mr. Bojangles. Uh, Tyler Higby zero on the week you could have done much more uh if you had played evan ingram and gotten 1.3 um <laughs> and then antonio gibson he was coming off a two good week so i understand why you started him but we're only 5.7 you really could have used either jeff wilson jr or tyler algier in that spot he i think out, if you'd have played switched out algier in the morning uh and... i hate to see it I was like, look, watch watch Algier go off. Yeah. Sorry, Kurt. Doofus. And then, I mean, it just – it cost you, man. It's costing you on y'all bet. And then we just saw the video come through with the salt. Uh, props to you for paying out your bet in a timely manner. Um, should be recognized by the rest of the league. Uh, this is what you do when you lose a bet. You pay it out in a timely fashion. Yep, and as a reminder, it is a. It was also a twenty-five dollar bet that is going to go all to a sports book, and I will collect all the winnings. Hopefully, there are winnings. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, Kurt just loses twenty-five bucks. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, am I up? Is it me? Yeah, you yep, are. Go ahead, bud. Jerk off worthy player of the week. I'm going back to college football. I know the other <laughs> dudes hate it. I know they hate it, but I got to. He's back to back. Harold fucking Perkins. This guy <laughs> is an abs- on an absolute defensive tear. He changes the entire game, spied the Heisman winner all night long, kept him boxed up. I mean, I think LSU was the first team to hold Alabama uh, without a touchdown in the first half all season. But Perkins, man, I mean, eight total tackles, a sack, a tackle for loss, a pass defended, three QB hurries. The guy is just playing out of his mind. And it, it couldn't come at a better time against Alabama. So – I was jerking it off all night long to Harold Perkins. I mean, congratulations, Harold. We know you're listening, so kudos to you. Thank you. He should have had the game ceiling sack. Um, 
from what, he was, that, that forty yard bomb, forty yard bomb that. Oh, he was hit. held. He was held. He was Another held. Like, just exactly. It grabbed his face Huge. mask. Massive. Yes, Bro. and and uh, I I forgot to mention he I think he got SEC defensive player of the week and SEC freshman of the week. It was for sure freshman of the week. But yeah. I, I think it was also defensive player of the week. I, one of the two. I don't know. It might have been uh, Mason Taylor may have gotten one one of those uh, the freshman of the week. But either way, man, um, incredible. Incredible game and honorable mention, Mason Taylor. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, man. He he scores the go ahead, and then scores the game winner. I'll, I'll go skiing with both those guys any day. All right, dude. <laughs> it's a little too much. What? I, I go skiing down a hill somewhere. Come on. All right. I know you would yeah. though. I really know you would. Okay. <laughs> Move. Moving, on. Moving, Moving on. on. Moving on. Moving on. So we're gonna just jump right into week nine previews. Um, so week nine, let's see what we got here. So we're going to start off with Chris versus Zach. Um, I'm just going to start off with like Zach's matchups every week, just because, you know, you don't really (laughs) talk about the real exciting ones off the bat. So, uh, let's just get into it. I get the the joy of actually looking at, (laughs) looking at Chris though. So Chris coming off, you know, a bounce back win, um, Let's so he gets back Nick Chubb, and Nick Chubb is facing Miami. Nick Chubb is the number third running back right right now in the season. Didn't you know he's always gotten? He's he's kind of a forgotten man every every year, and he's just showing like that should not be the case. And so Miami was in a slugfest with. Uh, Chicago last week. Now the rushing was mainly due to the quarterback. However, Nick Chubb can run probably better than Justin Fields anyway. So I don't expect uh, I don't expect a Br- Brissett to to run it. And you know they're going to feed Chubb to make sure Tyreek's not on the field, Waddle's not on the field. So expect a very dominant performance for Nick Chubb. Then I want to look at Josh Jacobs. So Josh Jacobs did not have the greatest um, game last week uh, against Jacksonville. I don't know why. He, he he was on a tear and then kind of slowed down a bit. But I think he bounces back this week. And mainly because it's Indianapolis who just um, cannot have an offense on the field. So Vegas is going to basically be on the field constantly. So they're going to just keep running the ball down Indy's throat. Um, who just fired their coach and then just hired someone who had no college experience, college or pro experience to be their head coach. Um, coaching, but he played for the team, he did right? play for the team, yes, yeah, that's about it. So, I, I who also said the week before that Las Vegas sucks and now he plays against them. Um, <laughs> so, how about that for poetry? So, yeah, I expect yeah. Josh Jacobs to have a bounce back week. I just don't feel, feel like Indy's going to be on the field on the offensive side, which means Vegas is going to get plenty of time. Um, and then finally, I want to look at Pat Fryermuth. The Muth, he's been somewhat loose. Um, you know, he's <laughs> he's had double digits for more than half. You know, he has a rookie quarterback. He does look at the tight end. But they are facing currently the number one defense against tight end, and that is New Orleans. Um now, they did allow a touchdown last week uh, against the Ravens, but it was only one catch. One catch the entire time. So, will Fryermuth look get the targets needed to do something? Because right now, if you have a good – I feel like every time you have a good uh, performance from your tight end, your chances of winning are astronomical, in my opinion. I mean, it just, it just seems that way. And so – can the move get loose against New Orleans, which is a not easy matchup on paper? Dom? Yeah, it's worth noting, uh, being that it's week 10 in a 10-team league, uh, we're in rematches from week yes, one. Yes, that is true. That is true. And the D-Rudders, one of their few wins on the year early on in the season, they took down the fuck holes by a 10-point margin. So we'll see how this shakes out this week. Uh, looking on the rudder side, uh, we'll start with his quarterback, Justin Herbert, who hasn't done what you expected uh, him to do 
based on where you draft him. Uh, currently the QB 12, uh, looking to turn the season around, but it's going to be tough this week at San Francisco on Sunday night. Next, I'm going to look at DeAndre Swift. They're at Chicago, which is a favorable matchup for the running back. But more important than that is what kind of touches is Swift going to get? Last game back, he, I think he had similar snap percentage as Jamal Williams, but Jamal got the more fancy points. <clears throat> and then his other running back, Saquon Barkley, has the juiciest of all juicy matchups at home versus Houston, the 32nd best, a.k.a. the worst uh, defense versus running backs for fantasy, projected 24 there. I think he'll probably get above that, maybe flip that around, turn it to 42. Who knows? Uh, <clears throat> and then he has three tight ends on his team, Kittle, Waller, and Foster Morrow. He's got Kittle, only one Kittle uh, tight end in the lineup in Kittle, so we'll see how he does this week against Los Angeles in that Sunday night matchup as well. Jordan, what you think about uh, this rematch here of the fuckholes and the rudders? Oh, I, so I'm going to go right off the bat and say um, fuckholes are going to bring home the win. I mean, see murder has a guy in by, he could probably and right now who's on a buy. He could probably leave him in there and he'll still come home with the win. Um, <laughs> Josh Jacobs and Devonte Adams. I expect them to go off again at home after Jeff Saturday said that they're trash or whatever. So those are my two X factors would be the Las Vegas Raiders and uh, Eli, I sent you a trade request by the way. So why don't you take a look at it? You got some, I've sent you three good starters, productive starters. They're way better than all the garbage you have on, uh, on your roster right now. So take a look at the trade I sent you, accept the trade. Let's make some shit happen <laughs> just, and make our team. Just play. accept it. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. It's a fair deal. I even uh, threw in a tight it. end. So I know how much you love those tight ends. So just accept the trade. You, you look at this trash. Why do you have two tight ends from Las Vegas on your roster? Get out of here, man. Like, come on, take the trade. You're going to need it. You need points. I'm sending you points. I'm sending you automatic starters day one. Let's go. Uh, Fuckholes wins. I think I said that already. I, I, yeah. Yes. I, I just I, I just don't know if I trust, trust that type of uh, trade. trade. It's, a good, it's a good trade. Just, just, just accept it. Don't look at it. Just accept it. I might right. look at it. I think, I think it's a fair trade considering all how right. much production he needs on his team. All right. Well, all right. I don't know what it is. But next we're, faced, we're going Jason versus Lowly Kurt. I feel bad for Kurt, but you know what? I'm going to talk about Jason real quick. So first off the bat, I want to look at his, not a player he has right now, running back. Who is he going to play as running back to? He currently has Kenyon Drake, who's on by, who's basically been his best running back the past couple of weeks. He has A.J. Dillon, who does face a very tough Dallas defense. So it will be interesting if he ends up playing Dylan because outside of that, he has no one else. Um, then I want to look at uh, Tyree Kill. I, I, I guess that's right. He's currently the wide receiver one, and I believe he did finally score last yeah, week after not scoring since, or, no, sorry. since week two. Since week yep, two. Sorry. But that is just insane. Like he, he has <laughs> – just been on fire. He's now facing Cleveland this week, who is the middle of the pack, more worse than not, um, defense against receivers. And he has the, the stack with Tua. So, again, I say it every week. He knows how to end up – like he's. it's all boom or bust for him. <clears throat> he typically does a stack. It's, the, it's typically the right thing to do for the most part uh, when you can do it. But – his just ends up working out because he has a guy who just succeeds every week, and that's Tyreek Hill. Um, and then finally, I'm, I'm just going to go again with his Kansas City wide receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, who I think we have finally found the Kansas City wide receiver one. He has gotten um, five targets, seven targets, was on a bye, and then ten targets. He has had double-digit uh points the last three three games um and now he faces jacksonville i it looks like Mahomes looks his way 24th against the wide receivers is jacksonville so nicole hardman is just scoring the touchdowns juju is getting the yardage um this is obviously when kelsey's not doing it so but so far it's working out for him how's how are you looking on the other side 
Looking rough, man. Looking at the previous matchup for this uh, here between Jason and Kurt. Week one, Kurt pulled it out by less than two points in a high score in battle, 148 to 150. Um, but that was back when Kurt had Jonathan Taylor healthy and a guy named Javante Williams. Ah, uh, the good old days. Am I right? Mm-hmm. But this week, uh, he's without Lamar Jackson, his X-Factor, who's on by, his quarterback slash running back. The guy – Watching this guy play is unbelievable, but he doesn't get him this week, so I'll move on. Uh, Damian Pierce and Alvin Kamara, great running backs, great running backs. Whoever you got him from, excellent. And they're playing uh, middle-of-the-pack defenses this week in the Giants and Pittsburgh. I think Kamara will bounce back. I know he had a rough week this week against the Ravens. And Damian Pierce, he's going to get his volume like he always gets because he is the Houston offense. Moving on from there, let's see. He's he's going to need a couple of replacements in his lineup. We don't have a full lineup set right now. So the next person I will mention is Tyler Higby. It's a very good matchup against Arizona. They're the second best matchup for a tight end. He was goosed last week in the game against Tampa Bay. Uh, surely Stafford will go back to one of his most reliable targets this week. And Bojangles is going to need it. Jordan, what you think? Uh, so, first of all, it's kind of funny here with Jason. The man puts up 166 points last week and does not get the top score, does not get that $10, uh, the coveted 10 bucks because Tom's had an ungodly performance from old, uh, old Joe Mixon there. So I, I only had the top three running backs in the league. For yeah. The week. yeah. Oh, it's, it's, only. it's just – yeah. Bad break for Jason there. Um, put him in Mikey B's bad beat because I know he was super salty about that one. So I'm just going to get that <laughs> out there. Uh, X Factor for me is going to be Tua Tugavailoa. The guy is playing out of his mind right now. In the last two weeks he's put up he's put up almost 700 yards, six touchdowns, and no turnovers. Not bad for Bush Brain there. So is he, he's going <laughs> I look for him to to have it continue against Cleveland. I mean, the guy's completing, I think, the last two weeks, averaging 75% of his passes. He is just on fire. So, Tua, I think Tua is going to continue there. He's going to continue to put up the numbers. So, Kurt, without Lamar Jackson, I'm sorry. Uh, you just – I don't see you winning this one. Um, you're going to fall to 3-7. and seven. Jason's going to improve to 6-4. and four. Kind of start making a little playoff run here, Jason. So, I don't like it at all. I love to see you uh, fail. <laughs> but um, congratulations. You're going to bring home the win this week. All right, moving on to the next Richard, bro. Evan versus Ollie. So, Evan, uh, this is the bad part about doing Tuesdays is no one sets their time lineup. So, um, yeah. he currently needs to replace Joe Burrow, James Robinson, and the Ravens defense. So, uh, his right now is he still has Michael Thomas on his bench, um, and he still has two kickers. <laughs> um, whew. um, but no, we'll, we'll go ahead. Let's talk about, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., who I, I said it at the beginning of the season, I love this guy. I've tried to trade for him multiple times. I won't be doing that anymore uh, because <laughs> the Indi- Indianapolis is, I think, going full tank mode. He, they look like dog shit right now. Um, has been <laughs> JT's single- coming back, baby. Okay, I don't. I think they might shut his ass down. What's the point? Um, he's had only about three good weeks. Uh, he is facing Vegas, though, who is not very good on the defensive side of the ball. They just cut their starting safety um, in Abram. So, yeah, they're cutting starters. That's how bad it is over at, in Vegas. But I don't th- see Sam Ellinger doing anything about it. Um, so, Michael Pittman, he is a risky start. I don't know how you can bench him, but honestly, with his – with Evan's death, I think he's going to have to. Um, he has no other choice. So let's look at Dallas Goddard, who's currently number four tight end. He is facing uh, the number one defense, so I guess tied with New Orleans, against uh, tight ends. He went off last week for eight, eight uh, catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Going against Washington on Monday Night Football division game, um, you got to like him. I think he's going to end up uh, producing. Uh, it's. I think it's going to be a closer game than people think between Washington and Philly. Um, and then finally, let's talk about David Montgomery. 
So uh, Montgomery only thirty six yards, one catch last uh, last week. He is looks like he's handing the reins off. Well, not by choice, handing the reins off to Khalil Herbert. And they're basically on a 50-50 timeshare. Plus, the, the quarterback runs the ball so much. Um, they are facing Detroit, who is god-awful against the run, um, except apparently if you have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Um, God, the Packers suck. But David Montgomery, going against Detroit, smash bot. If there's a chance for him to produce, it has to be this week. Division, division matchup. What's your thoughts, Dom, on the, uh, across the, the box score? Uh, Ali, I think he won by 15 the last matchup. And I think he's going to win by probably 30 this week. Uh, that's not here for predictions. Let's look at his Yeah, team. what are you doing? That, that's, that's Jordan's job. His team's great. Uh, I was fortunate enough to play him, not at full strength. But he's he's got CMC back, who now with a how, – how do you want to say it? Capable – a, a team that's not an terrible. Offense? Yeah, just a, an yeah, off, decent an team. An offense, that's what it is. An actual offense and a team with, with a coach that loves to feature the running back. I just uh, – I, I wish – I'm moving on. McCaffrey's awesome. He's got Miles Sanders as well, Jamal Williams, Leonard Fournette, uh, all with pretty good matchups this week. And then he's got Dallas, who's playing against Green Bay, who looks like crap right now. Dallas is number two defense. And he's also got a pretty good kicker, too. Across the board, his team's good. Um, I don't think I need to speak on these guys much more. Jordan, what you see? Uh, well, we now finally know why Evan has been carrying Jameis fucking Winston <laughs> since the beginning of the season on his bench, just to put him in here as a starting spot uh, for Joe Burrow. Been waiting um, all this time. Been waiting yeah. all this time. Do y'all Even think the that, Saints benched him for it? Y'all think David? Y'all think Dennis Allen makes a swap here and benches the Red Rifle? It doesn't sound like it. Not according to the press conference. <sighs> all right. Well, you know what, Evan? Figure out what the hell you're doing, man. I mean, you got Jameis. You have two more guys on IR that you're just carrying on your fucking roster, taking up space. I don't. I don't understand it. Two fucking kickers yet again. I don't get it. Why did I lose to you? It. It, it just infuriates me. All he's gonna win. I just let's just move on. I'm so mad I lost to this guy. <laughs> so embarrassing. All right. Next up, we have dude versus dude. Oh boy. Dude versus dude. Oh, dude, dude versus dude. dude. Dom versus Jordan. Um, who won the first matchup? Dom did. It was I his did. first win against me in a while. All right. I the first week, yeah. All right. So Dom versus Jordan. So Dom. You're, let's start off with the the elephant in the room. Josh Allen hmm. is currently being evaluated for an elbow injury. Um, it can range from just pain management and plays, or out the rest of the year. So, don't know how you're an animal. Don't know how you don't know how your butthole's feeling. He just played running but, back the whole time. Yeah. yeah, but like like we said, uh, after the injury, he threw a seventy yard bomb like on on point to Gabe Davis. So. I think he plays. He is facing Minnesota, who is not very good right now. And in his boy Stefan Diggs is place means we got a revenge game. So Josh Allen's gonna show no problem with the elbow. Let's sling it left and right. Um then let's look at Travis Etienne. The dude has been on fire, currently number eleven running back, and he only been like the main starter for half the season. Uh he has scored touchdowns in the last three games, four to be exact. Uh, he is facing Kansas City, who this is going to be interesting. Uh, I th- you can see that they can be run on twenty um, fifth currently. Uh, they you know Jacksonville is going to feed the ball, so I don't know how they're going to stat. He he just looks good. He, he can't be tackled, so that's nice. Then let's let's talk about. Oh my god! Do y'all hear this kid? No, we don't. So she, keep on I going. Do. I'm sorry. She is going off. Um, oh, your wife's gonna be so pissed at you. <laughs> yes, she is. She sounds like Joe Mixon last week. Hey-oh. Yeah. So um, next, let's let's talk about uh, AJ Brown. I was gonna go Kenneth Walker, but you, I don't want to talk about your running backs anymore. It just makes me sick. <laughs> Currently, number seven wide receiver, uh, score touchdown. He has been on a touchdown streak the past three games, um, including one uh, triple burger. He's got uh, 
Washington this week on Monday Night Football. Washington's crappy against the pass. Um, you got to love a division matchup. I expect this to actually have some points scored on both sides. Um, how how you feeling, Dom, against your opponent for your opponent? Um, <laughs> okay, I'm looking at this lineup right now. Jordan, are you planning on starting Kirk Cousins over Andy Dalton this week? Uh, don't worry about what I'm doing. Don't worry about it. Well, okay. we're doing well, a preview. I think. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying trying to preview. <laughs> I mean, not that, not that it's going to make it. Not that it's going to make a difference. But yes, yeah. uh, Drip Cousins is the one I'm going to start. I mean, Against after that, Buffalo. after what he did on the plane, he's going to go off for a million points. Doesn't okay. matter. He just doesn't matter. All right. Bold strategy, Cat. <laughs> he's also he's going to play Cardell Patterson this week, who in the first week back uh, scored a couple touchdowns. Two tutties, uh, yeah. 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 That's just that's just what he does. When he's back and he's in there, they use him in every kind of way. So I expect him to have another good game this week against uh, Poo Poo Carolina. <clears throat> and he has Gabe Davis on his team. He'll most definitely keep him in his lineup to try and cancel out some of my Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. But Davis, uh, he's been uh, quiet of late. He, after the bye, he's only put up four and a half and four point three the last two weeks. Yeah. So totally. I'm hoping that continues going forward. Uh, but getting Cardell. Uh, Cordero Patterson and obviously DeAndre Hopson, Hopkins since he's been back uh, after his suspension. Uh, Jordan's team is looking a lot better. Currently doesn't have a defense. The bold strategy caught, uh, but he does have the number one kicker in Justin Tucker. So how do you feel about it? Well, he's on a bye. Well, so he's like, on a bye. So yeah, he doesn't he's have on a bye. So, so oh. I gotta do. I gotta do something here. Um, Yikes. My X factor is going to be Zach Eli. Zach, take a look at the trade. Accept it. Come on, you know you want it. That's my X factor. I'm trying to. We're trying to make moves here. I mean, come on, man. I gave you an A minus. I I put you on a pedestal all season. It's time for you to you know tit for tat, pay me back here a little bit. Uh, but I have no chance. Ollie, Just Ollie. What, is it, what, I, is yeah. that, what does that say about the trade when you're begging the other player just to take I it? I just want to look at it because I don't know. I don't even know if he looks at the app anymore. I mean, the, guy, the guy's got three tight ends, two on the same team. I, Zach, I love you to death, but come on. I'm trying. We're help, making both teams better here. Uh, Dom's going to beat me. My team sucks ass. Dom's team is <laughs> way too stacked. Uh, I, luckily, Joe Mixon is, is on the bench. I just don't think it's going to matter. Uh, maybe if, if Josh Allen gets hurt, but Travis Etienne and Kenneth Walker can outscore my entire team by themselves. So congratulations, Dom. You're gonna move to seven and three. Don't congratulate shit. I don't want it. <laughs> Throw in that jinx, bro. I'm jinxing the best I can. I tried to jinx Mike last night. It didn't work, but yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't want it. Now now we have let's say I'm calling the match of the week just because I think this is the match of oh, the week. Is. I agree. Match it's of the number week. Number one versus number two. The yeah. salt bowl. The salt mine. The salt bowl. Salt yes. bowl. The salt okay. bowl. All right. So I'm gonna look at that. Look at Patrick Mahomes and the rest of Jo's squad. So Jo beat me the first first time. Uh, I will say my team has gotten better. Um, it was a. It was. It's. It's not over. Um, but Patrick Mahomes, that motherfucker, last, first week scored five touchdowns on my ass. Um, I hope he doesn't do it again. He's facing Jacksonville, who I said is not good against the wide receiver, so it doesn't look great for me. Um, please just run the ball. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, just do that. Do Pull a Lamar for me and just let the running backs do all the work because, Jesus, this is not five touchdowns the first time. I, I just hope. I can only pray that that doesn't happen again. Um, then... He currently has TJ Hawkinson. He's switching out Ertz, who's who's currently, I think, the tight end three or four. He's going with Hawk, who was very, very involved the first week, going against Buffalo, who is ninth defense against the tight end. Um, So it'll be interesting to see if they continue to keep him so involved. Um, He had nine targets the first week, so that's interesting. Then... I'm going to look at Chris Alave going against the worst pass offense in, I mean, pass defense defense in the league, Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Alave, Jarvis was limited all last week, but still wasn't active. Will he be active this week? If so, it's going to take targets away from Alave, but he has been solid. The biggest question is, as Jordan alluded, are they going to bench the Red Rifle? And if he does, I don't know how well it works. Uh, Jameis, he's he's great, but he 
it's hard. Jameis is hard to predict. So Alave has a smash spot right here. So he, as always, J.O., based on his uh, wide receivers, he is set up very nicely this week. Oh, but one thing will be his Nick Falk won't be getting you 17 points this week. Um, because he is on by. <laughs> All right. Looking at uh, the Buff Lesbos on the other side, um, I think going into it, if they're within 40 coming Monday night, they're going to be all right because Jalen Hurts playing Washington on Monday night, and Mike also has Tyree McLaurin in that matchup. And the Eagles uh, D. I, oh, and the Eagles D. Okay, if he's within 50, I think Mike's uh, got a chance to win this one. Uh, but the real question is, Deonta Foreman, they're going against Atlanta on Thursday, and Chuba Hubbard is back at practice today. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that is split uh, for the Carolina Panthers' backfield this week. And then, of course, Stephon Diggs is great. He's an RB or wide receiver three so far on the season, averaging over 20 points a game, uh, playing against Minnesota Vikings on Sunday, who is a pretty good matchup. Revenge for game. Revenge game. Re- revenge game. That is his old team. Uh, but we'll see. I think his quarterback, Josh Allen, will be fine. That dude's an animal. Uh, he'll be able to, to manage that pain just what, just, uh, just perfectly. And last but not least, Daniel Carlson playing against the dumpster fire Indianapolis Colts. But they do have a new coach. How does this coach defend such a great kicker? Can't wait to see it. Jordan, what do you think about this matchup? All right, X Factor here. You know, it's easy to go quarterbacks. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got Jalen Hurts. Um, but I'm actually going to go with Stefan Diggs on the Buff Lesbos here. He's got Josh Allen. Josh Allen is injured. So if, if Josh does not play, what kind of production will Mikey B get out of Stefan Diggs? Like, like you just said, Dom, he's the number three wide receiver. He's been a huge uh, contributor to Mike's team. Even though he had kind of a down week last week, still got Mike double-digit points, which is what you want to see out of wide receiver every week. Uh, so, Stefan, how is he going to – how how will they adjust to Josh Allen being out and, and what will happen to Stefan Diggs' production if, if I, I, he I is will jump out? in here. I will jump in okay. here. For okay, those, what do you got, For Mike? those that don't know, the backup for Josh Allen is Casey yeah, who, you know, ooh, who played ooh, for also, Minnesota – Ooh. He was the quarterback for the Minnesota Miracle. Don't bring it up, Mike. Don't yes. do it. He It's a double Shame. revenge game if Allen is out. And he has chemistry with Diggs already because they played mm-hmm. together in Minnesota. Uh. So there's, it's a win-win, baby. Stefan Diggs, he's got he's got it, baby. That's, Dirty, a, that's, Dirty a, Burger. that's a good point. I did not even know who the backup was at Buffalo. I didn't even know they had backup quarterbacks. I thought Josh Allen just could never get hurt or die. So, all right. That's oh yeah. X oh yeah. So winner here. Oh, this one is tough. Game of the week. Desiree versus Mike. It's <laughs> gonna be close. I think Mike's gonna get his revenge. I don't see. I don't see Patrick Mahomes putting up, you know, forty five points again. Even though he, he'll get close, but I mean, five touchdowns in a game is just ridiculous. I don't see him doing that again. So Mike's gonna get the dub, and I think and that would put Mike in good position to be in first place. Yeah. Let's see. It's going to be a good matchup this week. That's that's all I know. Oh yeah. Um, so, um, all right. You, I I know Dom. Dom needs to go. Need to go use the ladies' room. But I think we can keep going here, Mike. What about you? Give Dom some time. Sure. Why not? Sure. You didn't even have to mention it, but I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, this is a this up. is a podcast. This is a a transparent podcast. We the listeners want to know what's going on with the dudes, so they need to know. Keep my headphones in while I'm taking a leak. Is that what they want? No, apparently we can't do BRB. All right, so um, we're gonna look at. Um, <laughs> oh, I see why. Where how you found that out? All right, so Jordan, we're gonna look at your picks. So last yeah. last week you were we talked about all I wanted was a <sighs> undefeated week, and you were one game away. Yeah, I picked myself. Your game. Your oh. game. Um, you lost, but that brings your t- your percentage up fifty seven point five. You were climbing every week. It's it's hard not to be impressed. So I hope you win. Uh, go undefeated this week because it just means that I I get a victory. But we'll <laughs> we'll see. Um, oh, but, I mean, 
ever since you decided to hold me accountable, I think I've gone up from like 40% to almost 60 Without now. Without a doubt. Without oh, a doubt, man. man. Stepping it up here. Stepping I know. I'm, I'm impressed. Touche. Touche. Um, so we are going to go to we're, – we're changing up the next segment a little bit. It's still the segment we had before. Um, but instead of lock it in, it is unlock it in because y'all guys are O and two. Um, o and four, get it right. Well, I'm just saying per week, so O and oh, two. Okay, that's yeah, very yeah. generous of you. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. So I'm doing it collectively, guys. So, so guys, let's kick it off. Let's right the ship here. Our viewers want to be. You're putting people are putting money on. Them. Oh no! As a disclaimer, if you put money on these picks. That's You're your an idiot. choice. That's your choice and your choice alone. Um, we yeah. are not not a we are not at fault for any reason. So, guys, what are your picks for the week? <laughs> All right, I'll I'll go, go first. first. Uh, I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to write that uh, pirate ship this week against Seattle. I know Seattle's been playing well. Tampa Bay is coming off the victory. It wasn't pretty, but they got it against uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, and they're playing down in Mexico. If that's is that correct? I think it's Germany. You're oh, not, excuse you're, me. You're not even close. Samsonite <laughs> going over to Germany, uh, and they are two and a half point favorites. I think they'll cover that. Uh, Tom Brady, he's a world traveler. He's been there, done that before. They're going to be just fine. Take the Bucks uh, against the spread this week. I would say that is a hot take. I am actually surprised the Bucks are favored, without a doubt. Yeah, I, okay, I'm glad you said that, Mike. I was actually Mike. So I picked for this one. I saw Dom already had it down. I was actually going to go Seahawks money line against Tampa Bay for my unlock of the week. So that means, so that we got a little conundrum here because we were both going to pick the same game, but I did have a backup here. I, I'm going to go my my unlock of the week is going to be the Miami Dolphins at uh, three and a half versus the Cleveland Browns. I mean. We said it earlier, Tua is on fire. He has so many weapons on that offense. And I know I know the Dolphins' defense could be suspect, but so can the Browns' defense, unless they're playing Joe Burrow, of course. But, I mean, come on. You, you got to love what Miami's doing there. They have so many weapons at wide receiver. They, they got good running backs. Uh, Tua's just dishing it around all night long or all day long, whatever it's going to be. So Miami Dolphins, uh, three and a half versus the Cleveland Browns. Uh, that's my unlock of the week. All right, now we're going to look at our power ranking changes. Um, but before we get started, uh, because of you know what Jordan had mentioned earlier about the whole trade, I do want to remind everyone uh, the trade deadline is at the beginning of December, I believe. So if you want to do your trades, make them. Time goes by fast, so uh, keep looking. This is where you do your playoff pushes or you try to save, save face as best as you can um, if you're like, Evan and Zach, but hey, anything's possible. I'll put a reminder: the first year, I think, or second year, Jason got in the playoffs at six, six, and one, and won the entire thing. So I think I won at seven and six, or something like that. Uh, so yeah, anything is possible. Um, the last place getting in does not it does not mean it's a death wish. Um, but yeah, power ranking changes at number ten with no change is Zach Eli. Dude, do better. I'm not going to talk much more about that. Um, this is your first year in the league, so maybe you, you're just baby steps. You know, you're just you, – you're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're finally figured out what it means to be in a competitive yeah. league, whoever you're playing with before. Um, but, yeah, uh, do better. Uh, Evan comes in at number nine. At number eight, Dallas spot is Kurt – Poor Lamar mm-hmm. and Kamara could not do it for you. But, yeah, I think it's a few weeks of not scoring at least 100 points. Um, you probably want – I bet you're going to be looking for a new tight end. Um, but, hey, I know I may have traded you Higby, but I might have a – if Njoku's back, you know, Denver Bronco, Greg D could be uh, on your squad for the right price. Um, <laughs> at number seven, um, drops two spots. The biggest drop this week is Jordan. Jordan, all that talk. I, I thought you had a chance against J.O., but um, your team just j- did not show up. Um, but you are now at number seven. Outside looking in, you need to make a run if you want to make the playoffs. Um, at number six, the biggest jump is uh, Jason, who uh, mm-hmm. who is 
Wait. Who rises two spots? Is he at number six? Yes. Yes. You're not looking at the right thing. That's not okay. That's not sorted. But yes, uh, Jason, uh, he has playmakers. He can win um, any given week, but his depth is not too great. He's playing two Kansas City wide receivers, um, and his running backs blow. Uh, so that's if he if for him, I think he needs to get some better running backs. That's always my opinion. Um, you got some people who have like four. Um, so take a look at that. And number five, rising one spot is Chris. Again, he is just not, he hasn't had the great luck. He has a great team. Jamar losing Jamar Chase does suck, but he does have great playmakers. He is, he can be a formidable foe in the playoffs. So he's at number five and number four down a spot again with a win, but it's okay. I did not score a hundred points. Makes sense. I, I'm not going to knock that is uh, myself, Mike, at four. At number three, um, this does not look right. Uh, number three. It is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, J.O. rises a spot to number three. He's currently number one in the, in the actual rankings, but we do think other teams are better. Uh, he does have a very low points against. That's a, probably the main reason. Um, he is at number three, but he is seven and two currently first place. Everyone's looking up at him, but maybe not after this week at number two, he finally falls from grace. Ollie down, down a spot, um, mainly from losing to Dom, um, and losing handedly, but he got to respect it, but 120 points. And he had Chris McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey on by, you got to respect it. Um, he is still, Top, uh, top dog, without a doubt. And our new number one, the dude himself, one of the dudes. This not guy. That, Dom. The Dom, number one currently. Mr. Humble, I would like to say, because he is cur- he ranked himself two, uh, while Jordan and myself ranked him one. Um, I will I will reveal that. Any, any comments, boys, before we move on? I have none. My team sucks ass. Yeah, Zach, accept the trade. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for you. Don't worry. Um, Thank you. All right. So we're going to move to the weekly life, life <clears throat> debate. Um, and the, the topic at hand is best cereal. Uh, Jordan, you get the first pick. What is your number one pick? All right. Uh, so I might I might get some <laughs> – I get some hate for this one, but this is one yeah. cereal that I ate all the time when I was a kid. Great, love nuts. it. No, I think it's great. I'm my my best cereal is going to be Frosted Mini Wheats. Frosted Mini. Not a bad pick. That's I've been right. eating that. Okay, this all last right. couple of weeks I've been eating them. Yeah. Right, but, so I mean, right, so you want to hear what the weird thing though? I do not. I do not eat them with milk. I just pop them in like. I uh, I did that milk. all the time. Just just great pop fiber. them in. Mm-hmm. Oh. Good call, Mike. I did that all the time. I mean, they're they're healthy. They're fantastic. They do have a little bit of sugar in them, which I, I'm not a big fan of, but they make up for it with fiber. So you're shitting clean. You're shitting clean all day long. You know, you start your day off with some frosted mini wheats. You're clear for the rest of the day. I mean, come on. How can you, how can you not like that? It's like a double whammy. They're delicious and you poo great. Come on, frosted mini wheats number one best cereal. As a man with some GI issues, uh, I respect the fiber and right. good pooing. There we yeah. go. Much respect. All right. I, I will also <laughs> comment, though, the best part about the mini wheats is all the sugar and little fragments at the end. I will just oh. pour that in. And I'm like, screw your health. Screw your fiber. Just give me all the sugar at oh, the end. It's, it's a secret to good biceps, apparently. Yeah, it is. All oh, right. man. Dom, number two. Oh. What do you got? Hold on. I'm writing down that note about the bicep thing. Okay. The second overall pick, I'm going with, I think this is a, a crowd pleaser. It is for me and my belly anyway. Uh, Reese's Puff cereal. Oh, nice oh pick. Nice good hard, pick. Hard to beat. Good yeah. pick. I know I went with Reese's for Halloween as well. Uh, I actually never considered myself a giant Reese's fan much as a kid growing up, but I guess more recent years, Reese's has been a favorite of mine and candy, and the cereal is fantastic. And then, you know, it's got that little, like, powder coating on the balls. 
that are just so good that the little sugar sugary mm-hmm. powder coating on the outside mm-hmm. oh and then when you're done eating your cereal and you get to drink that peanut butter chocolatey milk after come on man all day every day give me some Reese's puffs all right that's a great pick i uh that was actually my number two just in case you picked mine but i didn't think you would pick mine mine i don't know about y'all but i don't see it a lot in stores a lot it's almost raisin brand no no so it is (laughs) um french toast crunch whoa okay have you had it I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good pick. It's a very good pick. Yeah, that's, it's a, that's great. a good cereal. I love that. It's less mainstream. Yeah, I think it's specially sometimes. I like that yeah. curveball there. Man. I, I love that cereal. It, there's nothing that compares to it, uh, in my opinion. Other good cereals, but that one is clearly my top notch. Mm-hmm. Um, I pick it every time if I see it. Um, and I'm not a big cereal eater, but for that one, I will eat it every every day of the week. Any honorable mentions y'all want to bring up? Lucky Charles. Yeah, is it? Yeah, as a kid, Lucky Charms was bomb, mm-hmm. and uh, Cookie Crisp. Oh man, you oh, yeah. kill that. Cookie Crisp. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I, I I can't I can't disagree, guys. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, Reese's Puffs Puffs was one of my my other picks, and uh, honestly, that, that not much after that. Like I said, I'm not a big cereal eater. But all right, guys. Uh, anything else you want to say before I go and take care of this wailing baby? Um. I just want to throw in real quick, list loyal listeners. We love you guys. Let's send in a message here this week. I want to hear from from a Richard. I want to hear some smug. Get some smug on the radio. Let's get let you know. I want to hear what a Richard has to say. Let's give us your ideas. Uh, but we love your mess your listener messages. So please uh, let's send some in next for next week. Yeah, if I if I had put a lock for the week, I would say they're not going to send anything in. But okay, um, <laughs> all right. So guys, good luck at, at all this week. Um, you know, Desiree Overman, I'll see you on the imaginary, imaginary gridiron. Go Tigers. Later guys. See you boys. Later.